Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's important to know who you can trust. At last, a news source that's reliably reliable, informatively informational, and never wrong. Unfortunately, you're not listening to it. Instead, you're listening to The Chaser Report. Hello, welcome to another episode of The Chaser Report. News you can't trust. I'm Charles Firth, and joining me today are Andrew Hansen and Dominic Knight. Dom, what a big week. Uh, I mean, it's the it's the biggest week we've had since, I don't know, last week. Virgin collapsed this week. Uh, petrol prices collapsed. But, uh, Dom, what are you going to miss most about Virgin being gone? Look, I really value the choice, Charles, with Virgin. If I don't feel like flying Qantas, I have the option to pay just as much for a worse experience yeah, with Virgin. Yeah, it was good. Andrew, do you have any... Thoughts about the Virgin class? Yeah, Charles. I, well, look, I will miss. I will miss Virgin. What's what I miss? I guess. Look, I'm going to miss the chance to use my points to buy <laughs> a third of a toaster. I mean, for me, I still think of it as Virgin Blue. You know, back in those early days, it really, it really blew. Yeah, <laughs> really did. Coming up, uh, Andrew Hansen's going to look at American preachers who who think the coronavirus is uh, nothing to worry about. Uh, Dom's going to, you know, well, I mean, he's he's an expert in all things zero, so he's looking at what it means when the oil price goes below zero dollars a barrel. Uh, but first, let's uh, check in with Rebecca Dayanumuno, who's uh, got the latest Chaser News headlines. Virgin has finally been fucked. A spokesperson said the company said it got fucked on the weekend, and since it was its first time, it simply didn't know to use protection against a virus. Former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull has released a book about his time in politics without any spine whatsoever. The memoir features a front and back cover, pages on the inside, but no spine. Critics noted the book falls apart remarkably quickly. Each book comes with a free knife firmly planted in the back cover signed by Matthias Cormann. Mr Turnbull was emailed for comment, but he's waiting for the email to arrive on his MBN connection. A new study out today shows parents are limiting the screen time for their kids to just one hour every 60 minutes. The figures come after official government guidelines were updated to recommend that parents do whatever it takes to keep the little fuckers quiet. Experts say although one hour per hour is the norm, it is still important to make sure children take a break from computer screens by mixing it up with other, different screens, such as television or another computer, at least once a day. A local shopper has expressed outrage after turning up to his local Bunnings to discover the shop packed with people. The man posted a lengthy rant to Facebook in which he pointed out the entire nation is supposed to be in lockdown and only he was the one exempt from the rules. That's the Chaser Report headlines. News you can't trust. Thanks, Beck. Hey, Beck, did you have many uh, virgin frequent flyer points that are now useless? No, I was smart. I saw the collapse coming, so I traded all my points in for a $30 gift voucher to Brashes. Oh, well, that's very clever. The Chaser Report. Less news. Less often. This week's Chaser Report is proudly sponsored by me, Richard Branson. You may have heard that my airline, Virgin, has recently lost its virginity. 
but I promise you I am raising money like never before. I've begged several governments to refund all zero dollars of my tax. I've mortgaged my private island, although we can't hold open house inspections, so Domain has reduced the asking price a bit. Like many comedians at this difficult time, Virgin's humorous in-flight announcements are now being streamed online for your at-home enjoyment. <laughs> They're very amusing. And most importantly, for our valued frequent flyers, rest assured your points are safe behind the counter at your nearest Virgin Megastore. Look, huge news in the oil industry this week. Prices have fallen much further than I thought was even possible. The price for a barrel of West Texas crude turned negative for the first time ever, ending the day at a jaw-dropping minus $37.63 a barrel, meaning sellers were willing to pay buyers to have it taken off their hands. Yeah, so if you can find anyone to buy oil right now, guys, you'll actually get paid for it. It's probably the best job opportunity available. You know what I reckon they should do with it? And I think they, some might have already done that. You know how kombucha tastes really shit? I reckon you just market it as a new form of kombucha, like petrol-flavoured kombucha. Everyone go, oh, wow, oh, yeah. And you can say it's all natural. You know, it's completely natural, comes out of the ground. <laughs> yeah, crude kombucha. I like it. Well, this is extraordinary. I mean, who's who's going to get all this oil, though? I mean, if, you, if, if it's so undesirable, why is it so undesirable, oil? What? <laughs> What's wrong? What's wrong with it? What's what's wrong with it? Well, they've got far more than they need. So I've been trying to yeah. find people to just take it off my hands, serve as a kind of uh. a middleman, and I've been I'm marketing it as extra virgin, cold pressed crude, yeah. and um, I've managed to sell some to Channel Nine. They use an awful lot of oil, keeping Richard Wilkins lubricated. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, he's, he's awfully dry, isn't he? Everyone's trying to cook at home at the moment, so the people would probably want to make kombucha. But I've been selling some to everyone who's trying to cook KFC at home. It's an essential ingredient. Just dip the, ch- the chicken in crude and it tastes like the real thing. <laughs> it's, the, it's the 11th secret herb and spice, I imagine. Crude oil from Saudi Arabia. But look, there, there is a big problem with all this spare oil that's been uh, lying around. Now, storage facilities are almost filled to the brim. There are concerns the world could run out of places to store the excess supply. So where do we put it? I mean, I've stored as much as I can at home, every saucepan, cup and jug. There's no more baths for my daughter. It's just full of oil. And we just need places to store the oil. I mean, I live in a terrace, so the entire ground floor of my terrace is now an oil tank. We've got to be very careful about smoking, though. Well, our local council pool is closed at the moment. So I was thinking, why don't they just drain that and fill it with petrol? Mm, I mean, that's a good thought, Charles. Like anything that's sort of unused. I mean, I was thinking maybe, you know, all the key, like the kegs in pubs. I mean, they're, they're not useful at the moment, are they? They could put, mm. fill them with crude. What a brilliant idea. And then when you need some oil, just go into the pub and they'll just pull the tap. And give you some crude. Yeah, and I think it would work especially well in, uh, in in Queensland. I don't think the, you'd be able to tell the difference between that and the Forex anyway when the pubs reopen. <laughs> you just keep it as is. I'm wondering if we can get bigger than this. I'm wondering if we can do Sydney Harbour. I mean, we're not really using it mm, at the moment. Mm. Can't go risk sailing yeah. or anything really. Imagine how exciting Vivid would be with the lights reflecting mm. off all of that oil. 
I, th- I, I think there's a problem, Dommy, though, that if, if you did that, the, 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 the harbour would end up much cleaner than it currently is. <laughs> That's absolutely true. But, look, there are lots of options here. You can make a lot of money just by buying oil or selling oil, using it however you can. The only problem is as soon as they heard I was building an oil stockpile, the US invaded me. But, you know, I, uh, I actually reckon um, this whole thing is bullshit. Like I, I reckon, because they said it went into negative territory and that they'd pay to take it off its hands. But then I went to my local servo the other day, and it's just bullshit. It didn't happen at all. Oil prices are now in negative territory, like less than zero dollars. So if I fill up my tank, will you give me money? Uh, I'm not sure I can do that. But I'll take like forty liters of petrol off your hand. Sure, can you make me an offer, like to say? 20 bucks or something? No, I can't do that at the moment. I'm really sorry. It, whatever it, the pricing comes from my head office, so I have no control over my pricing of the store. But I love how he blames head office for the fact that he doesn't want to pay us to take away his petrol. <laughs> <laughs> the Chaser Report. News you know you can't trust. Now, of course, uh, Donnie and Charles, during this, this rather difficult time, we, we need to turn to people for a bit of help. And, uh, you know, it might be celebrities. I mean, we're quite, quite open, like opening up uh, Facebook and looking at uh, the latest celebrities who can calm us down. But uh, understandably, a lot of people are also turning to religion. And, um, you know, I had a bit of a scout around online to find uh, the, the most encouraging uh, sort of religious sermon that I could find on the, on the subject of the uh, the COVID pandemic. And I'd like to share that with you guys right now uh, just to get, uh, well, you know, as a, sort of as a public service, I suppose, more than anything. Now, there's an American pastor. Uh, he's an exciting guy. His name is Kenneth Copeland. Now, I don't know if you've checked out any of Kenneth's shows, but, well, he made a prediction, actually. He's an interesting guy because he made this prediction back when COVID-19 first became a problem and he decided to share that prediction with his congregation uh, and, and his YouTube followers. Now, luckily, what, what happened was God spoke to Kenneth Copeland at exactly 9.24 in the evening, and he gave Kenneth some very good news, uh, although God didn't seem quite sure what the name of the COVID-19 illness actually is. And suddenly, the word of the Lord came to me. So I... I jumped up, ran, got my notepad, and wrote it down. 924. This disease called CODV-19 will be over much sooner than you think. So, so there's a bit of good news. If, you, if you're worried about CODV-19, then uh, that particular disease... <laughs> the COD virus. Yeah, if you've got COVID, you're screwed. But COVD, you suffer as very good news. That, that's right. So I hope you feel reassured by, by that. Anyway, look, eventually both God and Kenneth figured out the name of the virus. Uh, or, or is it a virus? I mean, in Kenneth's mind, this virus is actually a bit more evil than you might have initially thought. We in have... the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Standing in the office of the prophet of God, I execute judgment on you, COVID-19. I execute judgment on you, Satan, you destroyer, you killer. So this is interesting to me because that's what the virus is. It's, It's Satan. That's what we're up against. No wonder they're having difficulty no. curing the damn thing. Why aren't Why aren't the scientists, you know, following up on this and working <laughs> out how to get rid of Satan? Well, this is the thing. This is the, well. They, they, we might not need the scientists though, Charles, because um, because fortunately Kenneth has become rather cross 
at Satan slash virus, mm. and he's not afraid to boss this naughty virus around himself. Take a listen. You come down from your In place of authority, destroyer. You come down and you crawl on your oh. belly like God commanded you when he... Now, a question for you, Charles and Dom. Like God commanded you when he did what to Satan? I mean, what I'm thinking of hearing him talk is when Jesus turned water into <laughs> wine. I think he's had a lot of special water lately. <laughs> it sounds like the time that Jesus turned Satan into the human centipede, maybe. Uh, oh, it's <laughs> not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. They're both both quite good guesses. Is that in the Bible? Uh, no, I, you know, in the... <laughs> <laughs> Might be in the apocrypha, right um, next to Sodom. Look, I think. Let's yeah. listen to uh, to exactly what God did to Satan. Like God commanded you when He put His foot on your head. That's <laughs> apparently that's what He did. So maybe that's the solution to the virus. We just stand on its really? head. <laughs> I guess. Like if you could make the virus go away with shouting, we'd be, we'd be, we'd be good. Look, he's not always oh, – you say shouting, Donnie, you say shouting, but, but you know, Pastor Kenneth Copeland is not always so so brusque. Um, he actually had a very polite request to make of this virus. It goes like this. You get out, you break your power, you get off this nation. I demand judgment on you. I demand, I demand, I demand. Now, a question, a question apropos of demanding. What, what does Pastor Kenneth Copeland demand? Some more crack? <laughs> yeah, that's right, exactly. Yeah, I think it should have... I, Methamphetamine, isn't it? <laughs> no, I, I, I assume it's the last, you know, those three digits on the back of your credit card number. Isn't that what they usually demand? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes, at the end of the... Well, let's... Okay, let's reveal the answer. I can reveal what does Kenneth Copeland demand. I demand! Oh. I demand! I demand! A vaccination to come immediately! Yes! I'm astonished that that guy believes in vaccines. <laughs> that's, that's the most unbelievable. <laughs> it's the first part time of for everything, isn't there, Dommy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but good news, he's demanded it immediately. So you know, I mean, we because we keep getting told, don't we, that we're going to have to wait twelve months at least or whatever. No, it's he's demanding it immediately. He's he's gone further than that. He's actually declared the entire pandemic over. <laughs> Although, unfortunately, he only remembered to get a vaccination for one country. It is over. And the United States of America is healed. Oh, that's great news. And you heard it here first. What a pity they put the immigration ban in. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. This week's Chaser Report is proudly sponsored by me, Richard Branson. It's halfway through the episode, so would you like to buy a copy of my autobiography? No? What about a private island then? So kids headed back to school this week in Queensland, and they've already been back for a week in Victoria. And in New South Wales... uh... Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
Alright, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. They're heading back to school next week. I don't know about the rest of the states, but I don't care about them anyway. Point is, I thought it would be a good time to just give parents some homeschooling tips because I've got two kids. I've got a nine-year-old and an 11-year-old, and I just thought, you know, I've been running a fairly tight ship with my homeschool in the last sort of four or five weeks, and, you know, I've got a bit of knowledge to pass on. So... First one is, it's really important to sort of set up a really rigid routine and have a bit of discipline. And I think one way to signal that is you should make them get dressed into their school uniform every day. No, you don't do that, do you? Yeah, no, I do. Yep, yep. <coughs> and people do mock me for it. People sort of say that's that's a stupid thing, but it does work because the kids hate you so much for making <laughs> them do that, that it's just got that school vibe from the very beginning of the day. Like, they really just hate you. Do you insist on the school shoes as well? Do you do a shoe inspection to make sure they're, they're polished? Yes, yes. Uh, and, you know, they've got to have their socks up to their knees and everything like that. What about ties? Do you, do you, do you have, like, posh private school kids, Charles? Do they wear ties? Uh, no, we, we go to public schools. But, no, I would get them to wear a tie, definitely. And, and but a boater, I assume. <laughs> yeah, and a boater. <laughs> yeah. Indoors. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Well, you can... <laughs> But and and I too get dressed up as well um, as a teacher. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> the only teacher's outfit we have is one of those sexy teachers' outfits that I got for my wife last Halloween. So <laughs> Catholic, Catholic teachers wear, isn't it? Yeah, it's a sort of Catholic vibe to the whole school. Oh. Very weird. <laughs> well, you don't you want to replicate the real experience, I suppose, don't you? Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Prepare them for the real world. Mm. And, mm. and then, okay, and so I just wanted to also go through a few tips on various subjects. So the first thing is oh, yeah. maths, right? So what you've got to do, you've got to trust yourself on this one. Like the answers, I can tell you now, the answers in the back of the maths books are just always wrong. They, they are universally wrong. I don't know why they put them in there, <laughs> but they they are but, never but correct. You, you sure about this, Charles? Are you yeah, gonna... I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, especially on things like subtraction and stuff like that. They're just... They just never get it right. It's so weird. I mean, unless you use the calculator on the computer, then suddenly the, the answers seem to be right. But I, I, no, I'm pretty sure that they've got it wrong. I'm confident that your kids are getting lots of practice adding up daddy's day drinks. <laughs> that's right. Actually, well, that is true. That, you, you do actually – that's why you have, you have three breaks a day. You have your crunch and sip at 10 a.m. You have recess at 11 a.m. And then you have uh, lunch at 12.30. And they are all great opportunities to go and get a glass of wine. So <laughs> really. A special popper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did we, sorry, did you, did you call one of them crunch and sip? Yeah, crunch and sip. What the hell is crunch and sip? That's a made-up break. Your, that's not a school break. Really? We didn't have that. No, that's because they found out. It's true. They found out that kids were arriving to school having not eaten breakfast. And so uh. and so everyone was really hungry at 10 a.m. And it makes them concentrate because... And they called it crunch and sip. It should be called yeah. brunch. Oh, yeah. That, the, 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 the crunch and sip is not a meal. And they should hand that's out a, smashed avocado. 
Yes, <laughs> yes. The real world. Is that what well, goes on at your school, your local school? Well, well I live in Melbourne, Charles, so, right. you know, yes, oh, we have very sophisticated school brunches, thanks, in, in laneways. Everyone has a, has a single origin short black as well. <laughs> they do, they do. Every, every yeah, there's a barista in every public school in yes, Melbourne. Of course there is, of course there is. <laughs> but um, English is another area which uh, I must say has changed a lot since our days because don't, they don't just... They just don't teach kids how to spell anymore. They don't, they, they don't teach them how to spell anything, really. And I know this because I did a spelling test with the kids the other day and I asked them to spell any more or anything and they can't spell either of them. So, um, <laughs> so they can't literally spell anything. They literally can't spell anything. <laughs> what a shame. Hartley, my 11-year-old, spelled it with an E, E-N-Y. <laughs> He can't spell anything. He can't that spell kid. anything. I, yeah. So this isn't so much of a joke as just you shaming your child on a podcast. Yeah, I'm really hoping he doesn't listen to this. But I, I should go through some of the technology as well. If you live in New South Wales, the Department of Education here uses uh, Google Classroom as their way of uh, interacting. And that is an amazing technology. What, what it does is at the beginning of the day, you get to see all the assignments that your son has been set the day so it really reinforces your lack of achievement at getting your kids to do anything during the day <laughs> it's really nice that google's constant surveillance of all of us is actually being put to a good use I during know, this it's period. great they, the kids love it they really they're real fans of google classroom but um and then we got behind the news did you know behind the news still exists it does not is richard moorcroft still hosting it i don't know i, I, I don't in his 80s i'd pop out for a wine whenever it comes on but um <laughs> behind the kids, cabinet the kids the kids, <laughs> the kids have to watch it. It's 25 minutes long. It's a fantastic resource, although I think it's actually turned into a bit of a Fox News thing because last week, this is absolutely true, I said, oh, what, what did you learn from behind the news? And they went, oh, well, immigrants come here and cost the government lots of money <laughs> was one of the talking <laughs> points. And then, and then they said, and coal power plants employ lots of people. <laughs> The, the Is this behind the Sky News? <laughs> yeah, that's really yeah, the Sky News. But that's the Andrew Bolt version of behind the news. The, the other sort of weird tech thing is you'd think that the one advantage of homeschooling is that the kids can't chat amongst each other in the classroom, right? You know, you'd have, you know, full mm. attention by your kids. The other day, uh, so there's this chat app called Discord that is used for video gaming and things like that. The other day, I caught my 11-year-old, and what he'd done is there's a setting on Discord which means that you can hide that the app's on. And he, he'd, he'd set up a chat with his, the guy who, sit, who he sits next to at school, and he was just chatting to him <laughs> without my knowledge where I was, was supposed to be working. I mean, what a, what a bloody genius. I, I, yeah, so that's like real school. Yeah, At least he's learned something. Yeah, exactly. And I, I actually caught. I actually asked him, you know, how how much uh, he'd been doing that with his friend Jarvis. How often do you speak to Jarvis using Discord while you're supposed to be working at homeschool? I'd rather not answer that. <laughs> anyway, so homeschooling is basically a. Um, Horrible experience, but it is an opportunity to spend time with your kids. And remember, that is time you'll never get back, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but I think I, I think my kids do like it. I, I mean, I've been spending like literally about twenty five hours a week doing it 
um, each and every week, put in a huge effort. Um, so I thought, you know, I should do a bit of a survey of the kids because yeah, it's always nice to get some uh, some good feedback from them. What's your favourite thing about homeschool? Nothing. The Chaser Report. Now with extra whispers. International Global News World Roundup. Yes, let's catch up on some of the world's most important news stories, Charles and Andrew. Firstly, what wonderful news from Scotland. Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster, has surfaced for its second official sighting this year. Why do you think Nessie's suddenly turning up during COVID? Oh, she don't tell me there's like a, a Glasgow wet market selling Nessie meat. Is that what's going on? <laughs> We've got enough coronas. I think I actually think I know the reason why, and it's because with lockdown, everyone's drinking more, so they all think that they see the Loch Ness monster. Isn't that the obvious? Isn't that the only reason? <laughs> you talking about Charles? This is this is Scotland. You're talking about Charles. They already drink 365 days a year. They, they can't drink more. Yeah, right, okay. This is real stuff. It's actually the only place in the world where where there's less drinking during lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, given that Ness is here, who else could show up? Any other legendary monsters you'd like to see uh, reappearing? That's a good question, Dummy. Look, I, I mean, I, I, think, I think we're going to need some dragons <laughs> now, now that uh, Virgin Airlines has collapsed. A uh, very affordable way to fly. Yeah, and I, I, mean, I, was, I was thinking it'd be good to have Batman because bats have such a bad reputation because the virus came from and everything like that. Maybe Batman mm. should sort of make an appearance and sort of revive the reputation no. of Batman. <laughs> You'd steer well clear of Batman at this at this point, wouldn't you? I mean, Absolutely. if he showed up, he would not be welcome. And especially if Pangolin Man showed up, that, that'd be terrible. <laughs> you don't want him. You don't want to visit from him. Now heading to Canada where, helpful tip from an Ontario waste company, they've reminded residents not to recycle swords. Someone put the... A sword in their recycling bin and what? apparently it jams the machinery. Do you think that's unfair? Should recyclers be forced to take our spare weapons? Yes, yes. And this is a huge problem. I've actually been in a fight with council for months because they refuse to recycle my trebuchet that I, that I have. Oh, dear. It is, look, this does sound bad to me, Tommy. I mean... <laughs> Look, I think if, if people are just going to throw swords into landfill, then, you know, they're, they're going to end up in the ocean and get mistaken for a swordfish. I mean, that'll be very confusing for marine life. So what would you suggest people do with their spare weapons if they don't um, want to put them in the council bins? Well, if they've got a sword, surely you should use it as a bottle opener. <laughs> and it's every time you have a Methuselah of champagne, you just... <laughs> You just whack the sword across the neck and uh, open the bottle. I think a suit of armour would be very useful for social distancing at this point in time. (laughs) And finally, speaking of things you can wear, let's head to Florida. Uh, Here is a report from CBS in Miami. Broward Circuit Judge Dennis Bailey says he had one male lawyer who appeared shirtless, then a female attorney appeared to be still in bed and under the covers. Yes, lawyers are turning up to their Zoom court without dressing properly. Should the judge be concerned about dress standards in Zoom court? No. No, that's fine. I'd, no, I'd go further. I I'd, I'd actually wouldn't mind seeing some Snapchat filters on lawyers in, in court. I reckon it'd be fun to be defended by a lawyer with a cat's face or a, a lawyer who's, who's made to look like a, like a baby. Or a snake, which they look like anyway. Or a snake. The defendants too. I wouldn't mind seeing an accused murderer with a with a filter to make him look like a, a unicorn. <laughs> so I think that's going to be make court cases a lot more fun. Courts are. I, I I disagree with Andrew on this one because I think really? courts are actually. 
you know, they have to be respected. I mean, ever since the George Pell verdict, you know, I've just held the High Court in such high esteem here. <laughs> mm. And and I think, you know, you've got to treat them with that sort of respect. Um, so, no, I, I'm yeah. totally against it. We wouldn't have wanted Pell um, to appear on a, on a Zoom meeting in bed or it, uh, it may have provided an, an extra piece of evidence. <laughs> Not guilty, allegedly. But, look, <laughs> how do you think this compares, the people turning up naked to court in Florida? How does it compare to the rule here? Is it more or less ridiculous than our rule that barristers have to have a clump of white horsehair on their heads to go into court? Oh, is that a horse here? I thought that that was bed here. <laughs> as long as they're not wearing a bat on their head, I feel safe. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. Hi, I'm Richard Branson, and I'm proud to sponsor The Virgin Report. Sure, they call it The Chaser Report, but you can't tell me these three aren't virgins. So we're coming up to the end of the show, uh, but we do have some breaking news from Rebecca Dayanamuno in the newsroom. Yes, guys. News just in. News Corp announced it had been hit hard by the coronavirus and that it would consider laying off some coalition MPs and may even have to sell off some of the MPs it owns. Thanks, Beck. So that's the end of the show. Check us out online at chaser.com.au. Find us on Twitter at Chaser and on Instagram at Chaser War. Um, search for The Chaser Report and make sure you hit the subscribe button to make sure you get reminded each time we drop an app and then you can choose to ignore it. Um, now, we do understand that a lot of people out there are suffering at this time. Uh, a lot of people in the entertainment industry are without a job, good high-profile people, really struggling to pick up work. Uh, so we'd like to thank our production staff here today, uh, to our runner, Kate Blanchett, um, to our production assistant, Russell Crowe, and uh, the wonderful catering from uh, George Calambaris, um, and I hope that George understands why his paycheck didn't include all the hours he's worked. Um, it, it's my bad. It's a total mix-up. I'm, I'm sure I'll fix it up next time. Anyway, uh, we'll leave you with a promo for a very exciting new podcast that Chaser Studios has been working on for some time. Check it out. I don't know. I just, I, you know, I don't know about this, you know. I thought I thought I used to know, and now I don't know. I have, all, I have like, a whole different approach. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's really changed my thinking on this. Yeah, 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 like I know what you mean. Chaser Podcasts presents... So anyway, we've got a short show today. Uh, it's just like five hours of me telling you all about something. And, and now let me tell you, I, I, I have it all worked out now. I have all the answers on this thing. That's so true. A talk show interview podcast. Now the thing about this thing, and you know, you need, well, you, you know, you kind of need to, need, to, need, to, need to understand this. If you really want to understand this... This thing. Of course, that's totally true. With a difference. Anyway, now, well, let me get to this thing. Yeah, get on with it, Pete. The only talk show interview podcast that never actually interviews anyone. Loud American who likes the sound of his voice with a woman who just agrees with him podcast. Out now. Just search for any podcast and you'll probably find one that sounds exactly like it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.